What's up, everybody? Nicole Rodriguez, registered dietitian here with none other than Dave Sharotsky, the food unicorn, not registered in anything, maybe in particular, but delightful. That's not true. I I, I am a registered, uh, what am I? I I, I do stock bullshit. (laughs) I'm a registered stock trader. You're a registered finance guy. I'm a registered, no, I am a legit registered stock trader. Yes, so it's all applicable here. You you are somebody, and then you are also somebody in the food world. So we're going to come at you every week with food, sex, and politics. Sometimes they'll be interwoven. What better combination? Try, I I don't know, besides... um, Besides, according to you, maybe beef and peanut butter, but that might Mm. be... We need to talk about that. Topic for another day. They're all good things in your mouth. Okay. (laughs) Indeed, indeed they are. So we're here with like the end of summer. It's really legitimately the last few days of the season. It's still summer. Still technically summer. My birthday is in summer. Your birthday is technically in the summer. No, not technically. My birthday is in summer. You're right. Your birthday's in summer. Maybe not like peak summer like mine is, but your birthday's summer. Whatever. My birthday's in the summer. Okay, fine. We'll, you know, we'll, leave it, we'll leave it at that. So we wanted to do a little bit of like a summer roundup today of some things that were in the news, some experiences that we had. And uh, I think like one of the coolest things I did this summer was going out to California to look at some different crops uh, with Bayer Crop Science this podcast is not sponsored by them so before anyone gets their panties up in a bunch but sponsor us for anything (laughs) no one's sponsoring us for anything um i got to see some really some really cool like plant breeding techniques out in the field and how that makes its way to the consumer to make easier choice easier choices but then this this lady from google presented at this um at this convention wait, 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 wait. What, what you 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 said like plant sex what is that plant you see i that's a that's a great way to look at it right i said plant breeding and you said plant sex right yeah so you know some of these scientists will take like seven years to create the perfect melon and making it like the most appealing aroma and Mm -hmm. the best flavor and so that it can travel well and it feels good when you pick it up. I mean, all important melon qualities, right? Right. And you know what one of these melons is called? What? Called the Crave Melon with a K. (laughs) How perfect is that? Did you taste it? I have have tasted it. It's good. It's a good. It's a cantaloupe, and it's a good one. Tasted yeah, some cantaloupe. really good watermelon yeah, out there. Cantaloupe's like the most disappointing of all melons. Usually it is, but that's why they had to make the crave melon. Oh, okay. Good point. So, good point. So, so there was that. Um, the cantaloupe game. It's all, it's all about. I, I like the K for crave instead of a C. It's a little. Grabs you a bit. Yeah. Grabs your melons. I really, really does. It, it's yeah. very appealing. Now, is that how you pick? Are, are you are you squeezing the melons there? Um, I don't think you're supposed to squeeze a cantaloupe or a watermelon. You that's sniff it, right. Yeah, that's more of like a sniff and a feeling for the weightiness of it. Mm. And when you're picking a watermelon, you're supposed to look you for knock. like a. Mm, I don't think that's really true. You knock. 
Maybe we should get a plant scientist on here one day. I don't think that's really true, but I know that you're supposed to look for a spot on the bottom of the melon that um, is a bit yellow, signifying that it had ample time out in the sun ripening. I knock on that motherfucker every time. You've been knocking on melons all day, though. I know. Knocking on melons. You're a melon knocker. It's, it's, melon a, it's a different, <laughs> you know it. slightly different situation. <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, not really. So, so this um, this dietitian was out there presenting from Google. And I was like, what is this Google lady doing in here? She's this really lofty sounding title. She's the nutrition and, no, the nutrition architecture manager for Google. So basically she plans out, yeah, she plans out all of their nutrition. And what I did not know about Google is that all of their employees have access to free food all day long. Now, what does that so, mean? Are we, are we talking not just like snacks? We're talking lunches. We're talking breakfast. What are we talking? We're talking like we're talking like soup to nuts. Everything they have these micro kitchens set up, and what what I felt like they're doing right. What everyone can maybe take away to incorporate as at home is to make the easiest to make the easiest choice the healthiest choice. So they have strategies like keeping fresh fruit ready to grab all day long. Um, you know, water isn't your only choice, but water is your most visible choice. Little so things like that, choice? like trying to- promoting like a soda thing or anything like that? Well, they, you can still have things, uh, you can still have things like seltzer. I think they do have some other soft drinks available. They're just not so obviously and prominently displayed and they're trying to encourage other stuff like you know things we should all be doing reducing your sodium reducing your added sugars and um and stuff like that which i think which i think is pretty cool i don't i've never worked somewhere where you just are able to eat all day long um does, does that go on in your workplace so we have snacks like we have uh we have like granola bars and we have nuts and we have like apples or whatever seasonal if it's pears or oranges whatever we do have that, uh, and then you know, call, you gotta have coffee. But they refuse to give me hard liquor. Poor and that's where they're probably messing up in the finance world, right? It's really, where they're messing up because I would be a hell of a lot nicer if you got me fucked up. Now, do you think you would start that like in your morning coffee, or would you wait till lunch? I think the best policy is an even flow all day. You gotta get girl. You gotta get going often. Maybe like IVing it in. No, it's the old Irish style. You got to drink early and often. I think you should write a letter to HR. You can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. <laughs> goals. Is that on a t-shirt somewhere? It's somewhere. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I would imagine, though, people having access to, to snacking all day... I wonder if it's difficult to moderate. And so, you know, I reached, I, I tried reaching out to Google to try and get some. Uh, no, what, what's, the, what, what's the consensus with Google of whether or not it makes for a better employee or a more focused employee or whatever? Right. So I, part of the reason they do this is to encourage what they call casual collisions. I guess it's to take the pressure off of a co-workers meeting and taking the pressure off of like, oh, well, if I say meet me for coffee or for lunch, like who's paying for it? Like you could just meet in one of these Google spaces and Google's providing all of it. Um, I mean, they must be doing something right, right? It's Google and they're 
doling out something like 300,000 meals uh, a day with across all of their employees. So I'm, it's for a reason. I'm sure it's, it's, it's working to some extent. And obviously, what does that mean? It's working. Like, are they better employees? There's gotta be metrics. Like, so before we started this program, productivity was X and now it's Y. Right. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a retention thing. That could be it too. Yeah. So, you know, it's really, really work and they'd be bragging like fuck about it. Maybe there's a, maybe there's some kind of agreement. I don't I know people who have gone and freelanced there. I don't know anyone who's worked there permanently. Nobody's going to say anything bad about free food. It's just whether or not there's real dividends to it. Right. Right. Like this made me feel great. Uh, made me want to stay there longer and work longer hours or was I rating the Google? Cause I get free apples. Right. <laughs> So, so speaking of retention, so, you know, Google's probably doing it right. They're doing it in a healthful way. Bottom line, they're not trying to shove donuts down everyone's throat all day. Um, they're encouraging healthy habits. I think that's cool. That's good. That's a good thing. That's so, a good thing. Um, you're never going to guess someone who did this free food thing, apparently, as an employer. Someone we've been talking about a bit this summer. Any guesses? Who has been giving out free food? I uh, See, I'm in Jersey, and I know it ain't Chris Christie, because that fat motherfucker's just on the beach, just getting bigger. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's giving any away. No. No, I, I'm not sure that would be, I'm not sure that would be really his style. I think he likes his beach snacks, and not sure he wants to share. He looks like, you know what I love about him, though? Like, and beach animals, I would guess. I think... <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. There have been pictures of him actually eating in the past on the beach, right? Like chowing down on a sandwich and stuff. Like he really looks like he's going in that thing with his, all his might. Like if he had made that much of a run. This is a good summer topic as well, because not only are there pictures, like he eats like hoagies on the beach. Now there's exactly there's acceptable beach food and there's unacceptable beach food. I don't know about hoagies. Wait, you think a hoagie is an unacceptable? Hold on, wait a second. So you're saying a that first of all, you're calling it a hoagie. Second, oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to brawl pretty soon here. <laughs> Secondly, are you implying that a hero? Are you are you implying that a hero sandwich is an inappropriate oh, beach food? Oh my god, it's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> My goal in the summer is to eat as many heroes on the beach, like as it's humanly so possible. It's rough on the ear. It's rough on the ear. Um, I also, I also eat pizza on the beach. <laughs> I'm a disgusting person. Like, so it's like dripping cheese. I'm just, I'm a disgusting person. Wait, so it's not Chris Christie. Do you have another guess at maybe a less than savory employer who uh, was? giving free food to his employees to retain, to retain them. See, I don't like how you're just drifting off this hero thing right now, but we're going to get back to that. <laughs> we'll get we're back into back it. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, go ahead. Our good friend. No, he's actually not a good friend of, of either of ours. Let me not say that. Uh, someone we've been talking about all summer mm. and we think no one else is talking about him enough. Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffy boy. Jeffy Boy apparently Jeffy Boy. offered um, free meals 
cars and haircuts to some of his closest uh, closest women in his inner circle who kept the books, brought the girls. What a compensation in. package. Really, it was a really full compensation package. What kind of food? That, those details, as with many of the details surrounding this gentleman, those details are not available. Somebody, somebody asked Bill Clinton or Donald Trump. Maybe they would know, like, hey, what kind of, was it hoagies or heroes when you went to Jeffrey's? What were those girls? <laughs> no, he was probably getting subs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you think that's what it was, like a Subway sandwich platter? Oh, God, how depressing is that? Gross. You get a $5 foot long from Jeff. Do you, think, do you think Jared was ever up in there? Wasn't that his thing too? Wasn't he like a caught out there? We're busting, we're busting the case. Holy over. crap. I hope someone important is listening to this. Is somebody? I know the FBI is watching me from some of my porn searches. So if you guys could look into that. Um, <laughs> if you guys could do some good while you're creeping look, on Dave's. Look into that. Porn situations. I think it's shit and it's on my Google. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think that's an example of maybe that sort of compensation package, um, maybe not doing so much good. Depends how you look at it. Yeah. I mean, what's your, what's your, uh, how much are you willing to give for the sake of some free meals? See, I don't know that I'm willing to human traffic. I, I'm I'm going to draw a hard line at uh, underage sex trafficking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's important to establish that baseline. I, I think that would be it. Yeah. Um, anything else, I think, is on the table for free food. Yeah, there's a lot of other stuff that's on the table. I mean, not for a, not for a subway sandwich platter at lunchtime. No. Yeah, uh, but. Um, see, now, now you know because Philly is such a good sandwich city. We don't even have subways. Wow, there's no Subway restaurants there? We, we have real hoagies. We have real food. We know. Wow. I'd be really, I'd be proud of that. I think that should be the signs that say, like, welcome to Philadelphia. It shouldn't say city of brotherly love. It should say, welcome. This is a Subway free zone. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can get them, like, some shitty place in, like, maybe the Northeast or somewhere out there, but no. Yeah. No, we have Subway, like, all over the place here. Well, you're not a sandwich town. <laughs> Man, oh, we're going to have to have some kind of like sandwich slam? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is really... New York's got great Rubens. New York's got great Rubens. Wow. wow. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you ever had an Italian hero in the Bronx or Queens? Okay, fine. An Italian... I, no, I'm not calling it a... I'm not calling it a... A hoagie. I'm not. You almost made me shoot out an expletive too. I'm not calling it name. (laughs) So, so I have to know some of your. um, I have to know some of your other thoughts on this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's been going on all summer, and I feel as though I read about it extensively all summer. And one of your complaints when we've been speaking privately is that you're like, dude, where is this story in the mainstream media? Not just about the free food. For you, it's local news. Like, you're up there, you're getting the Post, you're getting the Times, you're getting all that. I'm not seeing it on national news like I was seeing Hillary emails. I'm not seeing it on the national news like I was seeing Stormy Daniels, Russiagate, whatever. And and why do you think this is? They're killing it. 
they're absolutely killing it. Look, we, you, you have Donald Trump on one side who would do anything to smash the Clintons. You have the Clintons on the other side who would do the same to Donald Trump, and both of them are not saying, come on. So do you think it's, um, do you think it's like a media alignment on either side kind of a situation so everyone's just staying quiet? Um, Bill Clinton, and they're not doing the damn thing to get rid of Trump, so they're normalizing them. So, yeah, I, I think they have a vested interest. Crazy. Now, well, they get ratings. They're going to get ratings on the election. And who, what's going to give them better ratings, Donald Trump or Mike Pence? Good point. Mike Pence looks like he tastes like licking an envelope. <laughs> Don't insult fine traditional stationery. <laughs> I was about to give you shit. I thought you were going to tell me not to insult Mike Pence. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so, you know, as we stated earlier, you're not a registered dietitian, but you're a real deal finance dude. This is true. That's, that's your official title, right? Real deal finance dude. We should add that to. It's, it's like, actually on my email signature. Your bio. I, <laughs> I would, if that came through, I'd be like, I'm putting all my money with this guy. Motherfucker. He's a real deal finance dude. <laughs> I don't know what else you need. It says it right there. <laughs> so do you, do you think that. You know, there's. I read this article, Jeffrey Epstein, international man of mystery. Do you think he was even running a legitimate business as a financial planner? Or is that all smoke and mirrors too? Trafficking and he was collecting hush money and supplying young girls. And that's, and that's it. That's the long and the short of it. I, I don't even know why this is complicated. I just don't understand why it's not being covered. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frightening. Now you say that it is being covered. What, what are you seeing? So it's not being covered. It's not being covered in like. And would you argue that it's getting the right amount of coverage? I wouldn't say it's getting the right amount of coverage, but it's getting some of that deep expose type coverage from, um, from more of the New York based magazines, like, like New York Magazine. Great, like, like seventeen. Long, like I'm not seeing it anywhere. Long pieces. So you know some of those. Some of those. Um, What's that? Is it next to like how to please your man? Like I, I don't see these articles. <laughs> Did you just ask if it was in Seventeen magazine yes. next to the how to please your man article? I need to know. <laughs> that sounds like a Jeffrey Epstein publication. <laughs> that's that's terrible. Um, so I'll uh, I'll send you some links, but no, are we seeing this on uh, NBC Nightly News? No. No. What I did see. Do, do you feel about, that it's a bigger story than Hillary's emails or Russia Gate? I feel like it's a it's a big scary story. The whole thing is a big scary story. And I mean, it's human trafficking. Do you remember Pizzagate when there no, was that I, that Hillary Clinton was running a child prostitution ring out of a pizza place? You've mentioned this to me before, and I had to go look it up because I don't remember it. I don't feel like that was that big of a deal, but maybe I'm just. That was in the national news that some guy shot up a pizza place because they thought Hillary Clinton, Hillary fucking pantsuit Clinton was running a child sex ring out of a fucking pizza place. So that was a made up story. They got national coverage because somebody on the right shot a place up. Now you have a real guy running a child prostitution ring. One, it's stunning that nobody on the right has a problem all of a sudden. <laughs> Two, it's not in the national media anywhere. Three, you have royalty involved. Once he killed himself, the story went. 
and and you know then there then there's the question here and this is probably the coverage that we get that you don't oh so odd how half of the guards on duty or maybe more of them were um you know brand new or had been working however many days straight just all these insane little details so damnedest things yeah we'll 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 see what happens i don't think it's over yet i think maybe another head will roll but we'll just have to watch somebody higher up or one of the girls or what i i, I don't know i just don't think it's i don't think it's over that would that is my um that's my guess yeah i think there's going to be payoffs and it's going to be game you want to, do you want to bet a hero sandwich? I, I don't know what that is. How can I bet? <laughs> what, the, what, what the fuck is that? So maybe if you were, um, if you were on a date in mm. in Philadelphia, did you ever set it up? What do, <laughs> what do you think it would cost for? Uh, Dinner, maybe involving a hoagie, maybe not. A bottle of wine and a couple of if, movie tickets. If she's lucky. Um, I said hoagie. Well, that's what she'd be getting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. It's like going to the pet store asking for a dog and they bring you a dog and you're like, wow, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you, what do you think dog. that would cost in, um, in Philadelphia? In Philly. So, so dinner and a movie. Dinner and a movie with a bottle of wine. So, you know, mm. you're not drinking, mm. not drinking seltzer. Oh, so we're talking like yellowtail, like a $12 bottle? That's a good question. That is not, that is not specified. I ask because Match.com, mm. by the way, this podcast is not sponsored by them either. Yeah. Um, so Match.com released a study this summer with the average price of a date that would include dinner, a bottle of wine, and two movie tickets, what that cost would be across the 50 states. The yeah, average... Because if you're talking like going to a restaurant and getting a bottle of wine, that's different than me running down the liquor store and getting a bottle of wine. Yeah, I think they mean, I think they mean going out for a dinner. I don't think they mean like come over for uh, pigs in a blanket and... Netflix and five chill and a and a bottle of uh, Boone's Farm. I think they're talking like you know go out for <laughs> go out for a meal that includes a bottle of wine. Hey girl, so, how about you bring over a six or a Miller? <laughs> they said wine, not beer. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Or could wine in a box count? Maybe like Mad Dog twenty twenty. Oh wow, hmm. I see. That I need more specifics, but the uh, the average is a hundred and two dollars and thirty two cents. What? That, that's the average. So where do you think, what state do you think it's the most expensive? Wait, wait, wait. Give, give me that number again. $102.32 is the national average. That sounds right. Okay. Where do you think the most expensive is? The most expensive, California. New York, baby. Almost 300 bucks. For the same thing? Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. Now I want to know if I should be looking at property in uh, South Dakota. Oh, are they the cheapest? Thirty-eight dollars and twenty-seven cents. <laughs> You're going to the dollar movie. <laughs> I, I I don't even know how that's even possible fitting in the movie tickets. Would, would you it, still take a girl to a movie though? Like, would you take a first? Would you go on a first date to? A, do you ever go on a first date to a movie? No, that's so. I don't know. Maybe like in high school. That's so weird. Yeah, that's that. I don't like. Yeah, that's dumb. Is you that not a totally movie. weird first date? 
Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't, no, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a first few dates to a movie. Yeah, that's like, that's relationship stuff. Yeah, you gotta have time to lie to them. <laughs> Can't talk in a movie. Like, I need some quiet. Let's go to the movies. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, I think that's so. Can go see a movie? I think that I think that's very strange, but you know, like here in New York, I can't imagine it's much different in Philly. Like you, pro- you're probably out 150, 200 bucks for your average night with movie tickets. I mean, movie tickets can be upwards of like what, 25 bucks a pop now, yeah, 22 dollars. you're probably going close to 50. Yeah, you know, so so there's that. Um, but that just being like the average cost of a date, and this isn't saying like first date, second date. This is just like you know, or, or that third date. It's just saying the average. So like if you're spending you're the third date in a movie, you've messed up. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because you put out that Boone's farm on the first and second date, <laughs> you know, third date, like I'll get a movie out of, out of this guy. Um, but I'm just, just, box. Just, just, just wondering. You're, you're spending. Have you ever spent upwards of three hundred dollars on a first date? Mm-hmm. No. It's a lot of money. That's, yeah, that's no. And do you, do you think that's setting up? What kind of what kind of dynamic you think that's setting up when you're spending three hundred dollars on a first date? You're setting the bar too high. Yeah, I think you're setting the bar too high. I think. Uh, do you think that maybe puts a little think it makes a woman uncomfortable at all i have no idea <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, she wants me to take me somewhere 300 bucks uh, yeah maybe, that's cool i can't imagine sitting down to a like 300 dollar first date i think think that's just like too much but do you know it's a 300 dollar date probably I know how to read a menu. I mean, I'm not illiterate. I know how to, I know how to read numbers on a menu, dude. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, all right. I think it's a lot. Personally, 300. I think three hundred dollars is a lot. I, the average seemed about right, though. Average, average seems about right. Mm-hmm. I think the best advice is to obviously, if you're paying. So you take a take a woman of interest out for a burger on the first date. Now, why a burger? You see how she reacts. If she orders the plant-based patty, obviously you go in the other direction, and you don't call her. No, I'm just kidding. Please, that's that's a, a lovely option available at many outlets. First, I think I think keep it um, a little bit more casual and a little. Well, more no, it's, it's, it's if she gets like a salad and a water at a burger place, and you're like. Well then, yeah, that's that's a wrap. You're not that you're not taking her on date two. You gotta go. Yeah, none of these, n- none of that. Oh, I ate already. No, you didn't. Um, we'll go wait in the car. Go, <laughs> go wait in the. You know what? I'll have, or, order the burger anyway. I'll eat yours too. <laughs> I say keep it a little bit more casual. Take some of the pressure off. Yeah. And what's better to do that with than? than a burger or is that too messy no burger no but that's good i think that's good too i think that's setting a good precedent see good see bar. how she handles that that's a good bar i like it well i'm a little sad that summer's over 
but I'm glad we got to catch up. Glad we had a chance to catch up. Absolutely. We're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have a lot more to cover next week. Might even dip back into some summer splendor since it's still September and it's your birthday month. I think I want to talk a little bit. Uh, a little bit of ice cream with you. We do ice cream. And uh, see who wants to dive in. So that and plus fancy. Our our fancy our fancy pre gaming. That's right. Dave, always a pleasure. Thank you can you. catch Dave at as Dave Sharotsky, simply enough. Isn't that nice when you could just remember how easy someone's Instagram handle, right? Or food so, porn unicorn. Or the, you could look him up as the food porn unicorn. Make sure you catch him over there. You can find me over there and <laughs> Rodriguez RDN or at enjoyfoodenjoylife.com. And we will. Look forward to seeing you again next week. Good night. Good night.